0: Just a couple
1: throws that he'd like to have back.
0: Kevin hey. Stefanski's going for the knockout punch, fourth in inches.
1: Greetings and welcome to the fourth in inches podcast with your hosts, Stuart Love, Sukhdee Pretty, Ryan Epperson and Alex Grigio. Greetings and welcome to a special edition of the 4 and Inches podcast. I'm your host Sukdeep Purni and today we have another franchise episode with us and today we are focusing on the Philadelphia Eagles and we've got a very uh, special guest um, with us today, um, all the way actually from Denmark. So we've got Charlie Olsen with us today. Um, How's it going, Charlie?
0: Very well, thank you. And a big congratulations on your big win here for England over Germany. (laughs)
1: Thank you. So literally, it's only been an hour since the game uh, has finished. Um, I'm exhausted. But at the end of the day, Charlie as well has um, also been from Denmark. Congratulations to you, you know, uh, in reaching the uh, quarterfinals. And you're actually there, um, you you know, in in the matchup against Wales. um, So in Amsterdam. So how, how did you find that experience?
0: Amazing. Uh, even though I love uh, the NFL and all that, uh, this was my first national team match to ever watched for Denmark, and probably one of the biggest uh, experience I ever had. So that was great.
1: That's amazing. Great. We're, all, so- we're all fans of sport in this, and you know whether it's you know NFL, soccer, you know at the end of the day, sport is what brings people together. And I think, especially given everything that's happened in the last year with COVID and all the restrictions, there's nothing better than watching live action. And I know I'm excited about watching, you know things go back to normal and hopefully seeing some NFL action this season you know whether that be in London or abroad you know we're all excited for that so I'm glad um that you're doing well Charlie and obviously what we're going to do is talk about your Philadelphia Eagles and you yeah. know, the, the hopes um you know that lie for the for the future for them and obviously looking at last season but first of all tell us how does a how does a person from Denmark become a Philadelphia Eagles fan what brought you to the Eagles?
0: Oh, well, it started, uh, I think, back in 04, 05. I just start watching some, some weird sport on television when mm-hmm. I was a younger kid, um, probably like a lot, of, a lot of other people have done. And then um, after a couple of years of watching it, I had a friend from school, which uh, her father was from Philadelphia, so she had a cap. And I thought that the logo looked awesome, and it would be fun to start cheering for, for a real team. So that's kind of how it all started. So Perfect. I think from about 8 09, it's been uh, all about the Eagles.
1: Yeah, that's similar to me. I think I was like sort of 2006, 2007 when I became a Bucks fan. So it's interesting how, you know, the, that, that sort of timeline in terms of when, I think a lot of fans uh, kind of got bored of some of the other sports that we were talking about. And, you know, the NFL was certainly something, you know, to sort of, you know, that gap that was missing, and definitely it's um, you know an exciting time. But have you have you been to Philadelphia before to catch any games? Um, Eagles. I heard I heard some of the Eagles fans can be uh, a, a really hard crowd. So what was your experience of uh, being at Lincoln Field?
0: Yeah, so I was there in uh, I think it was two thousand fourteen. I was mm-hmm. over there with a uh, with a friend of mine, um, travel to to watch the Eagles play against the. Dallas Cowboys in week 15 I think it was Mm -hmm. a really really rough start to the game Uh, we fell behind 21 to nothing and if I don't remember wrong I think we came up and was ahead 24 to 21 and then unfortunately lost the game anyway missed out on the playoff that year Um, and it's just about the experience over there obviously it was amazing Uh, nothing taken from that but you could kind of feel that the the Philadelphia Eagles got a bit of a hard crowd. Um, It wasn't as welcoming.
1: I mean, you've got a division rival there, so you can understand it in a way as well, can't you? With
0: hundred percent. I think one of the first things we we saw when we were um, outside on the parking lot, it was a Sunday night game, I think. So um, it was the late one. We were at the tailgate for five, six hours before. And the first thing we saw was a bus with a a doll or whatever you want to call it with a Tony Romo shirt on it in front of it, like it was driving into Tony Romo. So that was, that was quite fun.
1: Oh, I can imagine. Who was the quarterback then? Was it Bradford or?
0: Oh, Sam? in 14. Uh, yeah, I think it was. Yeah.
1: Wow.
0: Oh. They're
1: talking either Sam Bradford, not Michael Vick. Yeah. No, it couldn't have, no.
0: no, no, it wasn't it, Vick. It wasn't Vick. Uh, I think uh, I think it was Sam Bradford yeah,
1: that year. Well, that's Sam Bradford experiment. I mean, my son's a Rams fan. My little one, he, he won't know about Sam Bradford because he's only eight years old. But I remember him being so highly touted as a well, he was number one draft pick. Um, yeah, the Rams, and obviously he had his injury problems. But no, it's um, as I say, that's it's all experiences. And like you say, do you, do you plan on obviously coming to any games in in London, or have you been to London before for a for an event? Yeah, I've been there for
0: an NFL game. Uh, I can't remember the year, but it was the Fal- Falcons versus the Lions. I think it was. Yeah. Um, great game as well. Uh, Falcons uh, leading the way and doing the Falcons thing and throwing <laughs> it all away. Uh, so it it was it was a great great experience. I would love to come come back to to London and to the states to watch more football.
1: Oh, definitely. I would love to have you. You know, certainly. It's uh, I, I love seeing the fans from Europe. I mean, I remember the Seahawks game, everyone talks about it. They had a big contingency from Germany. And obviously now with the the NFL European brand expanding now, we're looking at games in Germany as well. So for you, that's even more exciting. Obviously, we know the UK is much nearer for you, but at the end of the day, Germany as well. Um, You know, it's, yeah. it's, a, it's going to be a great atmosphere, whether it be in Munich or Berlin, you know, especially around October time. If you've got Oktoberfest, it's going to be, it's going to be really uh, a really great atmosphere. So I'm excited with how things are looking now in the NFL. You know, with the sort of expansion into other cities. You know, it's going to be great. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's that plus week week 17 football. Like they they're expanding on on every front right now. It's uh it's great for spectators. I think probably not as much for the players, but that's how it is.
1: Yeah, the players definitely don't like it. As much as they have to put on a show and say, Yeah, I love coming to London, you see it on their faces. Um they're, they're not happy. For them, it's a business trip and you know, sometimes yeah. it's, it's it's a lot of work. I can understand it at the end of the day, but it's exciting for us. And you know, at the end of the day, there's no harm in us going down, like you say, to the US when things are better and and watching our teams play. But um, we're gonna obviously talk about the Philadelphia Eagles more in depth now. So Last season was obviously a big disappointment um, you know it goes without saying finishing 411 and one for the Philadelphia Eagles obviously going on the back of you know your previous records, you've always been in and amongst you know sort of the playoff um, playoffs or in the playoffs or even in a Super Bowl. Um, so w- what were your sort of thoughts? What went wrong last season for the Philadelphia Eagles? I mean there was a lot of
0: I think it's the other way around what didn't go wrong for the Philadelphia Eagles last yeah. year? Um, the expectations was so high from, from me and from a lot of other people, the only team in the NFC East that didn't have a new quarterback or new head coach. Uh, everything was played out for us to just take the division last year and then everything just crumbled. Uh, we got pretty bad, uh, quarterback play. We got, um, I don't know how, even how many injuries on the offensive line. I think I stopped counting after we've changed it the first seven weeks. Yeah. Um, rough, rough, rough year. And then a lot of questionable decisions, both by the, by the head office and the, and the head coach, and, in my opinion, that didn't really know what they wanted. It didn't seem like there was any, any guidelines for what the plan was. It was kind of just
1: going with it, uh, which is yeah. not good. It just became a bit stale, didn't it? And the ironic thing is, even though you had that record, the AFC, um, sorry, NFC East as a whole was, you know, a pretty poor one. I mean, you look at, obviously, you, you know, the Washington football team, the Giants, Cowboys, you're all in amongst that chance to get, you know, that, that seed in the playoffs and win that division. It was it was that close, you know, a couple of games here or there. and The last two weeks. Playoffs.
0: Yeah. I think I think if the Eagles won the last two weeks, they would have had a had a shot at it. We we had Cowboys on the and the football team in the last two weeks, and pretty sure if they won those two, they would have still been able to to sneak on through. Um, it's yeah, outstanding that the that the season was so bad for for the teams in the NFC East. Uh, but it was, and Eagles were the were the only team with a with a stable background, a same coaching staff, head coach no big, uh, we didn't miss a lot of big players before the season started and everything, but yeah, still turned out so bad. Very, very, very disappointing.
1: Yeah, but I think you, you've mentioned obviously the offensive line and you know, you've know you had, in or out, you've had players like Kelsey, Lane Johnson, even uh, Brooks, I think, has had his own issues with... Um, he, Last two seasons, yeah, he hasn't played, basically. Yeah, from, from what I understand, he's got sort of... Um, so, so,
0: some sort of sickness he sort of suffers, doesn't he, before he goes out to games? Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, not not really, hundred percent sure about the English word, but yeah, some some yeah. Uh, anxiety, uh, mental yeah. anxiety, that uh, before the I, games he can just uh, tab out and say, "I'm, I, I can't do it, guys." Yeah. But the last two seasons that have been his Achilles you've uh yeah. torn one and then torn the other one so
1: exactly. no, i can i can relate to it i know a lot of people like i know it sounds a bit strange but we talk about things like mental health and i know people and i've experienced this where i've in the last year due to covid i've struggled to leave the house sometimes because i've been so worried and i just get this anxiety and you mm-hmm. i remembered uh, whilst i was recording this podcast about brandon and i just thought you know it's it's crazy that how things like this can impact. It doesn't matter how you know how famous you are. It affects people in so many different ways. And hopefully he's getting the support he needs. But like you said, now it's his Achilles, and hopefully, I mean, he's a Pro Bowl. He's a he's a great player, you know. And when he's on his game, you know, your, your quarterback. He's definitely, you know, getting that protection, isn't he? So, um, he, sh-
0: he should yeah. be able to stay upright with Brendan Brooks can play, but but missing him the last two seasons have been devastating to, to yeah. this team for sure, yeah,
1: definitely. Now, obviously, going back to talking about Doug Peterson, I mean, you know, you let, you let go of him at the end of the year, um. Was it a surprise? I mean, you went back from winning, obviously, the Super Bowl, having a thirteen and three record. You had back to back nine and sevens, which, in the grand scheme of things, isn't really a bad record. Um, I mean, in, in today's NFL, you know, there's so many competitive teams out there. And I completely appreciate you finishing four eleven and one. But did you think it was the right time to let him go? Uh, because for me, I'll be honest, even though you only won four games, I was I was a bit surprised. I thought you would have given. A super bowl winning head coach a bit more of an opportunity to sort of redeem himself but what well, did you think it was sort of the right decision
0: it it was too rushed i think i this is only my opinion but i think that they did it to keep carson wins happy and that didn't turn out anyway Yeah. so carson Wentz and doug peterson that that relationship was apparently broken down completely and yeah. couldn't be repaired um I think that's deep down is the reason why, why they did what they did. But in my opinion, it was way too early. Give, give, give the guy an, another shot at what's happening. We, we got a new quarterback, which is – don't really know what to think about him yet, which is a little bit exciting. But Doug Peterson have done a, a really, really, really good job in Philadelphia. Seven and nine first year, 13 and three, and then nine and seven, nine and seven. That's pretty decent with what we had to work with.
1: Exactly, there's some coaches who have had far worse records than what Doug Peterson has and overall I think you know the Eagles were chomping at the bit for a Super Bowl for so many years, so many years the Eagles fans were begging for it and they finally got the opportunity and won the Super Bowl, for me the guy's got a job for life (laughs) personally, I mean I I couldn't imagine I couldn't imagine Especially that. in the way it happened Yeah,
0: Because it, it, we weren't supposed to win it in 17 It, it was a it was a rebuild in, in 16 Drafting Carson Wins, Throwing everything in I know that we were lucky with the same Bradford trade I think it was So we got him because of the Vikings yeah. I Snatched him But still we, we spent a lot of capital On going up to get Carson Wins. Yeah. It was the rebuild starting from there Nice and easy Doc Peterson in and then we just won it so quick. So then they just tried to keep chasing it mm. the, the year and the year after, which might have hurt Doc Peterson a bit more than it would have gained. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's, it's way too early to let go of, of him as a coach, yeah. bottom line.
1: No, I completely agree uh, with that, most definitely. Um, in terms of the Carson Wentz situation, I mean, how do you feel? I mean, he's obviously gone to the Colts now. He's back with Frank Reich. Arguably, people are arguing that Frank Reich was the one who actually sort of made Carson Wentz to what he was. And since that relationship went, since Frank Reich went to the Colts, that the Eagles haven't been the same team. Obviously, Carson Wentz has had his injury problems as well. There's always that Mm -hmm. doubt about him not obviously being in the playoff run when you won the Super Bowl. But, I mean, the, the stats don't lie. I mean, 16 touchdowns, 15 interceptions, pretty much more than doubled what interceptions he had in the previous three seasons he was in the NFL I think only his rookie season did he sort of have similar stats in terms of interception yeah what, what do you think happened with Carson Wentz I mean we know we've touched on the offensive line but is there something that Carson Wentz was doing wrong which caused you know the, the team to just suddenly what well, his performance to just suddenly dip because it's remarkable because he was, he was going from you know, one of his first years in the NFL to being an MVP candidate, you know, and he wasn't, you know, was an MVP. And then now he's all of a sudden, you know, back up. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'll, I would have to say that I think it's a combination of a lot of things. And that's the problem. I don't think Carson wins is is the guy that you mess around too much with. So it all started with the injuries. I I know that it has something to do with Frank Mike as well. I don't think it's too much that. I think it's more into the injuries. He yeah. have not really been the same after the injuries. That's one thing. And then the other thing is that he had the whole thing, as you just said, MVP season coming out. Nick Foles goes in and does so goddamn well for us. Yeah. And then the whole ghost about do we keep wins do we keep false what are we doing we decide to keep wins and then the moment that he feels a little bit secure about his job you go out and you draft Jalen Hurts in the second round mm. that just destroyed him i think because the moment something goes downhill from there on yeah. then it's all about all eyes on Jalen Hurts yeah. so it it was it was doomed from the moment they they chose to to draft uh, Jalen Hurts
1: Exactly, it's that mental thing, isn't it? Because it's not even like Carson Wentz is an aging quarterback, like say an Aaron Rodgers or a Matt Ryan, where you can say, "Yeah, we need to draft a quarterback for him to sit behind." You, you got a Carson Wentz who's in the prime of his career, and you're drafting a quarterback in the second round, and you're not, and you're not even giving him weapons in the draft either. Uh, you know, obviously that you know it's they did get Jalen Rager, but arguably they could have drafted a lot more to sort of support him. you got an aging offensive line as well. Exactly. A lot of people thought, you know, maybe a lot more could have been done to sort of protect Carson and also give him some sort of weapons. Um, But that wasn't... You give the guy
0: a major contract.
1: Yeah. major
0: contract. And then you go out and you give him one right receiver and say that's about it. And then you draft a backup quarterback. I do not understand where, where that would come from. That seems so odd to me, yeah. uh, especially when Eagles are, uh, hey, let's build within the trenches. That's what we do. And yeah. then you, you don't do much about it because, as you just said, touching on the offensive line uh, real quick again, it's just they might be really, really good, in my opinion, the, the five guys we can line up with yeah. if they're healthy, but they're not. They're yeah. not going to last the entire season. And you and they're don't not really on, have... They're, are they? they're,
1: they're all in there. The experienced ones are... All the top Pro Bowl guys that you got like Brooks Johnson and Kelsey are, are in the fe- Well, I know Kelsey and Johnson
0: Kelsey got one more season in him, I think. Uh yeah. Lane Johnson, I think it's about late late 20s. Um, yeah. but he, he, he got a lot of injuries going on, and Brandon Brooks has been out for two seasons. You don't really know what you're gonna get there. So
1: yeah. Exactly. what are your sort of thoughts on Jalen Hurts? I know it's a bit too early to sort of See, you know what kind of quarterback he's going to be. Obviously, he had a one and three record, um, six touchdowns, four interceptions. There were some, there was some promise. Um, he obviously got sacked a lot of times, and that's another thing we didn't mention as well. The number of times Carson Wentz was sacked as well, you know, just goes to show how much that pocket needed fixing for him, didn't it? And and Hurts wasn't exactly any sort of better. Things didn't sort of change. Were you were you surprised that? The Eagles didn't go quarterback in this draft or go a free agency and look for maybe one of the top quarterbacks that were available. I know they've obviously got a couple of backup guys like Nick Mullins, um, but they didn't actually go for anyone in free agency. Was that a bit of a surprise to you, or were you sort of happy that they stuck with Jalen Hurts at this point?
0: To be honest, I'm pretty happy they stuck with him because, yeah. unfortunately, I don't think he's going to do too well which means that next year is going to be the draft where we're going to try and pick up one because we got, if Carson Wentz and the Indianapolis Colts are, are just doing okay um, and making it to the playoff, we got three first round picks next year. So yeah. I think that's the reason why we we sit tight. There's still rumors about the, Sean Watson, if that's no. going to happen or not. I think the Eagles are, are waiting on the sideline uh, to see what's going to happen there. And then, be ready to swoop in if it's something that they want. But the yeah. point with, with Jalen Hurts is, for me, he needs to be below average or really, really good. Yeah. We, we can't afford uh, to go like six, seven wins. That would be a, a horrible season next year, in my opinion. And having a quarterback that's just good, because then what do we do? It would be yeah. way better if he was uh, horrible, so it's an easy decision to make, or if he was just amazing.
1: It it puts you in that situation where you kind of get stuck not knowing whether the boy's the answer. We we went through it as the books with James Winston. People might laugh, but at one point, James Winston was a decent quarterback where he was throwing touchdowns, but then he was making the odd mistake. And you just thought, give him another year, give him another year. And then it just came right to the fifth year option. And we're like, no, we can't do it now. You don't want five years of Jalen Hurts not knowing if he's the answer. You know, you'd rather keep him for five years and then give him the contract. If he is the answer, if he isn't the answer, then just one more year. And like you say, you've got the draft capital as well. And there's some exciting quarterbacks in next year's draft. Um, obviously, we've got the college podcast, which we will go through that. But you've got guys like Sam Howell, Spencer Rattler. There's there's a number of exciting quarterback prospects, which I'm sure the Eagles will be keeping a close eye on. So, um, you know, exciting times, uh, definitely. in in terms of um, the situation, and obviously we've discussed, um, you know, last season, um, what has been exciting for you in terms of free agency? I mean, not too much from the Eagles' standpoint. They obviously retained some players. You lost to Sean Jackson, but then again, he's
0: that was only good, I think. Unfortunately, yeah, I really, I really, really, really liked him. him.
1: Yeah, uh, but he's he he's not been the same player since his first time stint at the eagles has he i mean no he have a good time at the books um obviously he had his injury problems this year last season as well the eagles mm-hmm. so i think it was the right time um for him to we need go. to
0: try and get some younger guys not mm-hmm. the uh not the old stars anymore we need to to try and get some younger guys that can stay on the field to get some kind of chemistry going with yeah. between the, the quarterback running back right receiver and the whole line, that's really, really important for us.
1: Mm-hmm. Going back on sort of the defensive side, I mean, you've, you've kept Brandon Graham on, who was a free agent. How, yeah. much of a, how much of a leader is he? I mean, he just seems to be like such a massive influence in that dressing room and a good character to have around, doesn't he?
0: Yeah, I, I think Brandon Graham is is one of the, the greatest Eagles of all time, just yeah. based, on, based on his character. And his play in the super bowl but but especially the character he seems to be always smiling it doesn't matter what it is and he just seems to be bringing that energy um he said that though we we still need to get younger uh, on that line as well because it's not getting younger hargrave helped a bit with that but still uh fletcher cox Brandon graham we cannot expect Mm -hmm. those two guys to be there for much longer Luckily. So, but
1: I think you've signed Kerrigan as well, haven't you? From Washington, you're. Uh, yeah, yeah, we have.
0: So, I bit... think that it comes down to 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 Josh Sweat. We got that he, he's not fully ready to just take a take a full role. And then yeah. Derek Barnett is in his last year; it's a contract year now. So, I yeah. think it's just to try and uh try and mix it up a little bit. I, I don't mind the Kerrigan signing too much because apparently money doesn't really matter in, in the NFL nowadays. I thought yeah. Eagles were going to have to make some big moves this offseason
1: but yeah
0: they just figured out apparently with the salary cap
1: no exactly and in terms of the the nfl draft uh what are your thoughts on uh the draft i know you said when we spoke off air that you don't watch too much college football but surely like devonta smith um you know heisman trophy winner very excited uh exciting for your team isn't he um to have that
0: very very excited the only bad thing i got about it is that it's two drafts in a row that we draft the right receiver in the in the first round that mm-hmm. just doesn't fit the philosophy of, of the Philadelphia Eagles or how you build a good team I think yeah. but saying that I just the Smith is just he, he was the most exciting receiver coming into the draft in my opinion so I was very very happy that we got him. I would have taken him in over any of the other um, right receivers so
1: yeah. I mean I had him as my third receiver just not because of his talent I think in terms of a talent he's definitely up there as one of the best I mean his Heisman Trophy winner but I think for me it was more the measurables the size um, of him he's, he's a small guy and just that physicality in the NFL uh, I, I just think I just think it will be a struggle, but I think they are going to play to his strengths. Um, and I think, you know, definitely in terms of you know the quarterback, you're gonna you're gonna have Jalen Hurts who is gonna play to his strengths as well. He's got a relationship with Devonta Smith as well, having uh, mm-hmm. played with him previously. So I think that chemistry will be there, which I think is you know fantastic. Um he, he's gonna just to touch real quick on his yeah. size. Sorry if I can. It's yeah, just he sure. have been he has
0: been small his entire life because I looked it up as well. Yeah. It's not the first time that he just didn't grow in the last couple of yeah. years or anything. he have been undersized the entire uh, football life, but he have never got hurt. He got yeah. hurt because he broke a finger last year, I think it was. And that was yeah. it because he hit it on a helmet. It doesn't matter how big you are exactly. if that happens. Oh, so, exactly. But in like talking myself down a little bit, is, I saw a video of Eagles posting him running a route with Jalen Hurts. Yeah. wow, he got tiny legs. Uh, (laughs) It is surprising to see and think about the guy who's going to hit this guy, but again, history, got to let history talk, and Mm -hmm. he haven't been hurt yet. Fingers crossed he
1: won't be. You only have to look at Deshaun Jackson. I mean, we've talked about small guys in the NFL. He's made a career. I mean, he's in his 30s. He's done a remarkable, he's had a remarkable career, and if he can have any such career as Deshaun Jackson, you know, he's laughing, and Someone who's five foot seven and a half, you know, for me, I'm rooting for him uh, most definitely. <laughs> I think uh, definitely need to, you know, you know su- support someone in that sort of um, and, and, you know, who knows. But w- what about some of the other draft picks? Is there any is there anyone else who, you know, you think that springs to mind that you think, yeah, that's a game changer? Uh, yeah. Landon Collins can be. I think
0: isn't that his name? No, the, oh, the center. Oh, uh, L- yeah. uh, Landon
1: Dickinson. Yeah. Landon Dickinson. Sorry. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, but he can be. Um, yeah. if 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 he can stay healthy. Unfortunately, yeah. he got to probably one of the uh, teams in the NFL that got the mo- most injuries over the last few years. But if he can stay away from that, um, I think he could be really, really good. Yeah. And then I'm I'm actually looking forward to. I'm a big Miles Sanders guy, though. But um, but the running back we got in the fifth round, I think it was. I can't remember I mean, his name game, right. Yeah, exactly. I'm, yeah. I'm actually really excited to, to see how, how he's going to match up. Yeah. Um, I think that could be a really, really good mix between those two.
1: I mean, the thing that would excite you is, I mean, in, in our college podcast, we had Landon Dickerson graded as a first-round pick. The only issues for him was he had an injury. Which mm. any injury you have doesn't matter. It will bring your draft stock down. He was out for a lot of the season. Um, so for, for for talent, Landon Dickerson is a first round draft pick that you picked up in the second round. Mm-hmm. Kenneth Gainwell, uh, one of our guys, Tristan, had him down as his favorite running back in the draft. So we're wow. talking about, you know, potentially, you know, could be rookie of the year candidate you know, uh, offensive rookie of the year candidate Kenneth Gainwell if he gets the carries. So to be honest, I think you're spot on there with some of the players um, that you've highlighted, especially on the offense as well. Uh, The defense as well. You've got Jacoby Stevens out of LSU. He's a linebacker. He's Mm -hmm. uh, he's got that uh, game winning pedigree. And then another player I like is uh, Teron Jackson from Coastal Carolina. Uh, He's certainly someone who can pressure, um, you know, the front line. So I think he, I think you've got some, I think you've drafted really well. I think for the Eagles, this is one of the top grades I had for the NFL draft um, this year. So uh, kudos to the board in listening. The only, the only thing for me was um, the Devonta Smith pick, but then again, two wide receivers are already gone at that point and you need a wide receiver. So you, you had to take Devonta Smith. You didn't really have a choice unless you traded down, which, you know, don't know how many trade partners there were, but I think, yeah, overall, I think it was definitely one of the better, better draft boards uh, this year. Yeah, I, I would say so as well. We we felt a lot of uh,
0: a lot of needs. The only thing is just about the the offensive line and and if we can stay healthy because we we don't really need another guy who's just going to go on on IR. Um, no, definitely. So that that yeah. that that's the that's the yeah. biggest. uh Yeah. It's the biggest point if, if if they can stay healthy, we will be fine.
1: Yeah, that's the big question. I mean, it's you can't control that aspect in the NFL. I mean, I could no. sit here today saying, Oh, the Bucks are going to repeat the Super Bowl, Brady goes down, and all of a sudden we're looking at competing with the uh, <laughs> third or fourth. It, it just changes that quickly, doesn't it? You it saw does. the offensive line, how important it is. Look at the Chiefs last year their offensive line was dismantled and they obviously suffered as a result of it in obviously the biggest game of the year and yeah you know, injuries play a massive part in a team success um it's just crazy but what is in terms of what the other teams have done in the nfc east do you think now they've got better some of those teams i mean cowboys went obviously very defensive orientated with mika parsons um, the Giants surprised people with their pick, but they managed to get another pick for next year and Kadarius Tony and obviously Washington now, their landscapes change with Fitzmagic Magic at the helm. So yeah. How, how do you think the NFC East is gonna go next season? It, it to me it still could go any way. It's it's like a jigsaw. You can go you literally wherever the clock stops, that's where they'll finish, you know.
0: I I think uh Magic is the only question mark in in the football teams, way to 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 win it next year in the NFC East, because uh, Dak Prescott coming off a big injury, we have seen how bad that can go in uh, in Philadelphia. Yeah. Um. I don't really have any faith in the in the Giants whatsoever. Yeah. Um. And it it just seems like that the football team got a a really really good team. They just got a big question mark. At probably the. Biggest position, most yeah. important position in sports, but still, um, if he can just play decent and not lose some games, I think that unfortunately they they're going to oh. run away with it.
1: Yeah, honestly, I I don't have any idea where this division is going to fall. I mean, if Dak Prescott, um, Dak Prescott of early last season, then I think the Cowboys have a real advantage at the um, division. At the same time, I also think the Giants have improved. Um, Their defense was really good last year, one of the most underrated defenses last season. The question mark you have there is Daniel Jones, is he Mm -hmm. the man uh, for them? They've got the weapons now. There's no excuses for Daniel Jones to not succeed. The Philadelphia Eagles, um, it is a question mark, you know, without a doubt, because you've got. Um, Jalen Hurts, but that's the same question mark you've got with the New York Giants. You know, you've you've still got that winning pedigree and that know-how. A lot of those players are experienced, and you can easily turn that four wins round to eight wins. There's no reason why you can't. And then Washington, like you say, you've got some good offensive weapons there. Um, you know, in Terry McLaurin, Antonio Gibson. Um, so FitzMagic has definitely got some toys to play with. It's it's an exciting division and probably the one where. I'll probably change the winner of it week in week how it's it's so difficult to call to be honest but that's what the NFL I think the is. biggest
0: problem for the Eagles next year are going to be the the the, the new staff and then we got a pretty rough start schedule yeah. like you could easily see uh, Eagles go 1 and 7 unfortunately wow. if if the schedule will fall out uh, differently I um, I think there would have been a bigger chance, but mm-hmm. it will be funny to see how Nick Sirianni, he can uh, he can work with this group of young guys as it is right now. Uh, most of them, at least. Yeah. Some of them. Um, and if they get off to a bad start, because mm-hmm. then it could go south really,
1: really quick. Mm-hmm. I mean, looking at the schedule, I mean, there's looking at the first game, you've got the Falcons. In yeah. all honesty, could go either way,
0: even but it's all an away game. Yeah. Uh, if I don't remember wrong. Uh away versus the Falcons, and then you got the 49ers afterwards. Is 49ers, that correct?
1: Yeah. In all honesty, I think a lot of these games you will be you'll be quite closely contested, and I wouldn't put it past the Eagles to either win a few of them or even it, it's really hard to predict, like you said. It's it but what for you does successful season be and where do you think the eagles will finish up in the season what, what do you think the record's going to be well
0: i think we're going to scoop unfortunately around the six or seven uh to be completely honest I, I can see that this is probably one of the teams where it can go either way extremely fast that they can they can get into a good run yeah and then they can take off with it her hundred percent uh especially with with this new head coach is all about the energy and competition and i think if if they win two three four games uh in a row pretty fast in the season they can get really really dangerous especially if the offensive and defensive line they stay healthy because then we're in pretty good shape um so that's if we take the the positive hat on I could see it go the, the other way as well, unfortunately, uh, with the inexperience. I just remember how much we talked last year about a big advantage was for the Eagles that we had the same head coach, the same coaching staff, the same quarterback through COVID and, and all that and all the other teams in the East, they didn't. Yeah. And now we're in that position. We have a new head coach. We have a completely new staff. It It is rough. Uh, I know it's not a rookie quarterback, but it kind of is. He was... the the second guy last year uh he only played four games and yeah we it oh man it's going to be so exciting
1: oh definitely and as, as you say things can turn around in the nfl so quickly we could be talking in next year you know the eagles talking about a playoff berth and you know some that's mm-hmm. being the answer to all your problems so it is going to be exciting and hopefully you know fingers crossed for the for yourself and the eagles you know they have a a very good season um you know definitely something that i'll be keeping a close eye on um but you know really really appreciate you coming on the show today and talking about eagles football um do you have any sort of like uh, social media or anything where people can follow you any eagles fans who may want to follow you uh
0: unfortunately not not yet uh if this goes well uh, we might start it up and then i'll try to be uh, a little bit more positive i'll promise you all your <laughs> eagles fans that
1: yeah I think it's been a really balanced argument, to be honest. I think you know, at the end of the day, you're, you're realistic in your approach. You don't want to, you don't want to sound too cocky that yeah, we're, we're things are going to change, and at the same time, you don't want to be too downbeat about your chances. So, no, I think you've, uh, I think you've represented the Eagles in a, a really positive way, and you know, it's, I'm sure the Eagles fans all over the world who are listening will will appreciate that. And you know, obviously, if you have any comments, you know. um Certainly, you know, give the half inches team a message, and we're more than happy to pass them on. But really appreciate you coming on the show, Charlie, and you know, best of luck to Denmark. Obviously, if you get to the semi-finals and England are there, then I don't. But honestly, I, I do love, uh, I do love the um, Danish people. Kasper my class, say like he's my guy. Um, so just wishing you guys all the best, and uh, you know, hope you stay
0: safe. Thanks a lot, and thanks to you, and uh, good luck to England all the way until the semi-finals. take it easy mate thank you. you too bye